Hi everyone, I am Sayyid Ali Jajafri, a research associate at the Center for Security Strategy and Policy Research, University of Lahore. Today I'm joined by Mr. Ali Wine. He is a senior analyst at the Eurasia Group's macro um, program. Uh, today we'll talk to him about the implications of the assumption of power of Ibrahim Raisi on the dynamics of US-Iran relations, especially with reference to Iran's growing closeness with China in the wake of the recently signed 25-year strategic deal between the two countries. Um, Mr. Ali, I would like to ask you this, what I believe a very pertinent question. With hardliners back in the game in Iran, not that they were out of the game ever, do you think that United States' ability to pull the plug on Iran has attenuated greatly, given the fact that Iran now has uh, someone to look up to as an economic lifeline in the shape of China? Uh, over to you. Well, thank you so okay. much for the invitation uh, to have this conversation on a very important topic. So I'll offer a few thoughts. Uh, I think that you've thought far more uh, far more deeply about this topic than I have, so I'd be very curious to hear your thoughts. But I'll offer a few thoughts. Uh, I, I think certainly with with new leadership in Iran, I, I think that the, the U.S.-Iran relationship is likely to grow more contentious. I think that the path to resuscitating the JCPOA or the Iran nuclear deal uh, is likely to be a little bit more uh, meandering and convoluted, although I, I do predict that uh, we will see a resumption of some version of the deal, uh, maybe on a slightly delayed timeline, because I think that it's uh, the United States considers it to be in its own national interest to, to see the deal's resuscitation. And I believe that Iran, for economic re uh, reasons, has a national interest in the resuscitation of the deal. Uh, I also think at the same time that Iran will continue to try and strengthen its uh, the full range of its uh, relations with China. Uh, China is the locomotive of the global economy. Uh, if you look at its projected growth rates for this year and for next year, it's clear that uh, China is actually emerging economically uh, in a stronger position uh, than it was uh, before the onset of the pandemic. So um, even if Iran didn't have a strained relationship with the United States, I think that it would still be looking to, to so-called look east uh, and, and consolidate its relationship with uh, with China. And, and then as for the deal that you referenced, this 25-year uh, deal between uh, China and Iran, I mean, I think it's important to note that this is a deal that actually uh, Chinese President Xi Jinping had actually initially proposed in early 2016. So it was a Chinese proposal uh, in early 2016. And now that the deal has been, uh, the deal has been finalized, the reception in Tehran, as far as I can gather, has been somewhat mixed. I think that there are some in Tehran who believe that uh, this deal will offer uh, Iran an important economic lifeline to immunize Tehran from uh, Western economic pressure. There are others who feel, however, that this deal might make uh, Iran uh, unduly beholden to or influenced by China as China looks to expand its Belt and Road Initiative and otherwise project its geoeconomic footprint. So the, the reception to the deal has been mixed. But, but just to summarize, I, I think that the U.S.-Iran relationship it is likely to be a little bit more contentious under new Iranian leadership. I do think that the United States and Iran will both try to find a way to resuscitate the JCPOA. And in parallel, I think that Iran will try to strengthen uh, the full range of its ties with a, a resurgent economic China. But what about you? What are your thoughts? Um, thank you for a very succinct answer. I think uh, 
I would like to look at the situation in the wider in the context of the wider Middle East region. Sure. I think it's imperative for us to understand that re- the relations between Saudi Arabia and the U.S. are not as strong as they were during the Trump administration. And uh, you also know that Saudi Arabia is also trying to strengthen its relations with China, with China. So mm-hmm. for a country like the US, which wants to counter China at all levels and restore its leadership going forward, uh, the situation whereby both its ally in Saudi Arabia and its adversary in Iran are trying to pander to China. So that is a situation that no country would want to find itself in. So in this context, if the US were to pull the plug on Iran through a maximum pressure campaign, I think it would you know, encourage Iran to go further into the Chinese camp. And this is something the US cannot afford. Uh, given that it it wants to uh, come back in the global game as far as the Middle East is concerned and other areas are concerned. So this is what I think. But there is a problem here. Uh, Out of the fear of China, the US cannot also, you know, lower its guard when it comes to fighting this multi-pronged rivalry with Iran. So... This is a predicament that the U.S. policymakers have to look into. And a lot of literature has come out recently that looks into uh, this quandary that Washington faces. I thank you uh, for joining me, and I look forward to having more conversations with you. Pleasure was all mine.